and we're rolling. Ooh, whose is this? That's mine. You left it here like it was a present for me. No. <laughs> Just because things are wrapped Some in bubble wrap. Glassware. I'm going to start leaving items around so you'll pick them up and comment on them on the show. Okay. Like a gun. <laughs> I would a, if I'm I walked in and you had a pistol laid out. I would comment. I believe. I would leave a loaded pistol. <laughs> I'll probably just take this outside. I uh, would mention it. I think. No, I went to a head shop in Kingsport last weekend, and Buddy. they were selling cheap pieces, and I bought one. Get you some Delta Eight. I've still not smoked Delta Eight. It ain't no okay. count. Just give me a headache. Really? Yeah. I heard it's tight. I know. I wasn't into it. Is this for me? Yeah, it is. That's your birthday present. No, it gave me a bad headache. The edibles and the flyer. I tried both. Three, four times. It took that many times for me to be like, all right, this ain't working. Can't deal with it. This is actually a very topical gift. I thought it was a burger. I thought you brought me a hamburger. (laughs) That'd be a pretty good gift, honestly. (laughs) It's soggy and three days old. Is this a gun? You got me a gun. (laughs) This is a gun with one bullet in it, (laughs) Dance. Take the hit, buddy. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, nice. It's a cowboy boot candle. (laughs) Hand poured. Wow, so the whole thing melts? At the Dollywood. Well, I wouldn't advise burning it, but you can, technically. Oh, okay, I won't It's ornamental. Oh, okay. It's an ornamental candle. There you go. Oh, but speaking of Dolly... um, the homie uh, Nick, our accountant, sent me something funny. Oh, yeah. Let me read it to you. Because, like, uh, maybe a month ago. Is it a dolly disc? My heart can't handle it right now. Well, I'm it, very weak. It is a dolly disc, for oh, sure. I'm so weak. It's not. It's a very measured one, though. I'm quite literally anemic. You can't bring this on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, an, I'm anemic. I'm anemic. I'll be goddamn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I had to go get a McDonald's Sprite, even though I was 15 minutes late to record, because I may have died if I didn't. Um, A few, it was like a month ago, maybe. We had covered, I don't remember if you were on the episode or not, but we talked about, like, Dolly um, buying that, uh, like, what was it? It was like a... Building in the a building in the black neighborhood. neighborhood. Oh yeah, she in, said that's what she used her Whitney Houston royalties on. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, she wanted to give back. <laughs> and I mentioned, yeah, she wanted to give back. And I mentioned that it was probably like a tax break or something like that. Anyways, our dutiful accountant um, sent me an email, and this is what he said. Um, uh, there was a new provision in the 2018 tax law involving quote-unquote opportunity zones. What these are are areas designated by each state, ostensibly based on census data and focused toward low-income areas. Ooh, sounds suspiciously like a promise, a promise zone. zone. <laughs> this country's carved off into opportunity zones, promise zones. Much is, said, much is said about the balkanization of America, but really if you've trafficked enough in sort of like in the geo. cure what ails us world, <laughs> you'll know that we've been balkanized for some time now. Right, yeah, you're right. Into various tax relief zones. Um, what this program allows is for an individual who has a large capital gain, gain from the sale of stocks or real estate, to invest the amount of their amount of their gain in an opportunity zone <laughs> or a piece of the Whitney Houston estate. 
or stocks in Pfizer and Moderna. <laughs> Moderna. Damn. Was Dolly buying up stocks like before? Was this like a 9-11 thing where like stocks in Pfizer and Moderna suddenly shot up before the pandemic? Yeah. Hmm. Right before. Well, there was a bunch of... Uh... Well, I guess it was in that one. That one, uh, like the richest congresswoman or well, whatever. That did remember? happen? They literally. did. Yeah, they sold off shit. Yeah. They so, as soon as they got the pan, the yeah, COVID what's briefing. What's her name? It's like a hundred and six in California. Yeah. What's her fine? Feinstein. Feinstein, yeah. But oh, there was yeah. one in Georgia, too. Georgia, she lost. And then also the one Leffler in Georgia. Leffler, yeah, that's the her name. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did Rand really Paul? from Illinois. Did Rand yeah. Paul do that, too? I don't remember if Rand did, but there was like a bunch of them. I like. think even Pelosi saved like a million dollars. As soon as they got the briefing, they all sold off a bunch of bullshit. I don't even know what it was. I can't remember what it was, but... Yeah. These it's just transparently <laughs> corrupt. Yeah, it's... <laughs> um, so, yes, Terrence. So... <laughs> that is what this is. Okay, so... um. Individual large capital gain to invest the amount of their gain in an opportunity zone, which allows them to defer paying federal tax on their gain until December 2026. What? The other biggest benefit of this program is that if the property is held for 10 or more years, you will not pay tax on the appreciation if you sell. So, for example, I have a $1 million stock gain and would owe $200,000 in tax. I invest the $1 million into an opportunity zone business. In every case I've seen, this is just real estate. Instead of paying the tax now, I can wait until the end of 2026. <clears throat> so there's a big benefit there with the time value. If after I have owned the property for 10 years, it's worth $2 million because it's an opportunity zone property, I could sell for $2 million and pay zero tax. What? Huge benefit there. Um, and, and, you know, editorial here, just an unbelievable giveaway to real estate investors, like a gentrification subsidy, basically, is what Literally. next um, So back to Dolly. I could not find the exact address of this property she bought, but she said in an interview that it's on or near 16th Street in Nashville. I looked at the Opportunity Map Zone map here, and when you know it, it looks like the Opportunity Zone includes a good portion of 16th Street. <laughs> Um, this means that she should definitely not be celebrated for this quote-unquote investment in the black community as it appears to be a way to defer the tax on her pandemic-era investment gains and likely to make sure that she pays no tax on the appreciation of the Nashville property. But the Dolly PR believe. machine has to step in there and be like, <laughs> no, we did this because BLM. I love it's that crazy. our accountant <laughs> sent us six paragraphs detailing... <laughs> He's a real one. Just backing us up. All right. Well, I'm one. taking the candle back. Clearly, you don't appreciate. No. <laughs> you know, I got Get an ornamental. I got an ornamental candle of uh, the goddess Venus, just because I'm an ally, mostly. But. <laughs> an ally to big titty bitches <laughs> everywhere. No, uh, the, the the original Venus is just a big ass belly. Mm-hmm. This is probably a modern take. It, uh, yeah, yeah, Venus was uh, was a little. She was thicky thick girl. Yeah, <laughs> was she really? So I don't know anything thick. about Venus. Is that? Well, a... I think I was thinking of the. Uh, Maybe like... you were thinking of the phrase Rubenesque. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's the first <laughs> sculpture? Isn't it like the first sculpture, known sculpture? It's uh, it's not Venus. We call it something else. The first known sculpture in humanity. Yeah. One of the first. Will that be the cuneiform tablets found in the Fertile Crescent between the <laughs> Tigris and Euphrates? Oh, Maybe it's the first one I knew of. Hell, Dave, I don't David, know. Michelangelo's <laughs> David. Mind. It's not Venus. It's something else. Another mm. name. No, it is yeah. Venus of something. Yeah, it is. It is Venus. That was pretty tight. Michelangelo. Michelangelo wasn't he a sculptor or painter and a sculptor? Yeah, that was pretty baller. If you could do both back in the day. 
Prince wrote an incredibly horny song about Michelangelo for Sheila E. called Dear Michelangelo. Come put dreams in my head. Michelangelo, Prince wanted to fuck Michelangelo? Uh, apparently, well, he thought that Sheila E. might want to fuck him, so he wrote a song for uh-huh. Sheila E.'s album called Dear Michelangelo. But his his cover of it, well, I guess not his cover, but his, you know, he was also demo of it. a poet. Several scholars have descri- described Michelangelo as the greatest artist of his age and even as the greatest artist of all time. Damn. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, who do you call? Who do you call the greatest artist of all time? Who's the Prince? Greatest? That's what I was about to say, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. So it's real recognizing real. <laughs> I think the th- reason why he is, uh, he, he was, um, is this where the term Renaissance man comes from? Oh, it is literally where the term. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Reading more. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It is literally, from. yeah. Because he was a sculptor, painter, architect, and poet. Of the high renaissance. So Prince, what, Prince was, I mean, the Prince wasn't an architect, was he? Or a sculptor? <laughs> I mean, but... <laughs> of the it, human it, body. In, <laughs> in fairness, back in those days, there was more wind that you're back to uh, play around in all fields. You know what I mean? I mean, it could be said that mm. uh, Purple Rain was the first visual album. True. Do a movie, yeah. Which went on to... I mean, wouldn't... I now, don't know. It's like they're all visual albums now. True. But, like, there was, like, um, the Who... Oh, and yeah, Tommy, right. or like oh, Pink yeah, Floyd, yeah, The yeah. Wall. That's right. Yeah, that was before Pink. Wait, was it? Pink oh Floyd, yeah, the that's wall. right. Yeah. <laughs> that one was. I guess Purple Rain was like eighty six, mid eighties, yeah, seven. Yeah. What so, a great yeah. year, eighty seven. All the all the real ones were born in that oh, year. God. I was two years all, old. All the sh- all the sucky ones were born in eighty five and eighty six. Mm. But then with the real ones started being born in eighty seven. <laughs> and then in eighty eight they were like, Well, we gotta cut it off. Too many real ones were born in eighty seven. Yeah, here's the cutoff. So only that one year. Yeah, it's like eighty five sucky, eighty six sucky. I think it's possible. Eighty six was good. I sucked on titties all year long. <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great year for you. Great year for me. I did not suck on any titties. I was not a titty baby. I, you know, I can tell that a little bit yeah. about you. I can tell titty baby. I, I don't there. know, but I don't know how to ask my mom. There's no way to, like, did I what? suck on your titties? No, 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 did you? No. Did I take to the nipple, mom? <laughs> no. No, listen, when I asked my mom, I was like, why didn't you breastfeed? She said, well, they didn't know all the stuff about how good it was back then. They didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> she said to me, she said, and I didn't want to be home all the time. I saw everybody who was breastfeeding. She said, we like to party. My my mom and dad. She didn't want them titties ruined. No, no. And they weren't. They look great to this day. Poor Sheila. I sent her a house I'm looking at near her. Just to be like, hey, what do you think about this house? She immediately got in the car and went and looked at it. Just no chill, Sheila. <laughs> Damn, she wants you to move back. Come by yeah. on us, don't you? <laughs> no chill. You know how, like, um, it's, kind of, it's sort of a meme at this point to, like, it indicates like you're trying to get some ass if you're trying to determine when your birth date time was. Oh yeah, if you go hit up your mom like, hey, yeah, uh, yeah, what yeah. time was I born? Right. Like I can see a scenario in the future where a dating criteria is going to be if you were a titty baby or not. So you're uh... going to have to go to your mom and ask her what time you were born and if you sucked <laughs> on them titties or not. Yeah, here's... Uh... <laughs> I'm getting inquiries from those that practice astrology again, Mom. A couple quick questions. And just one minor <laughs> addendum. Not a big deal. <laughs> just need to know. Yeah, my mom was at the lake every weekend. She wasn't feeding no babies from no titties. What happened? I'm sure my mom did, but 
I don't want to make defamatory. Don't you have a younger brother? I have two. Don't you remember either of them? You know, I've known you longer than most people in my life. I always think you have one older, one younger. And you know so little about me. And I know everything (laughs) about you. Well, you don't know everything about me. I do. Well, I also never stop talking. (laughs) It's hard not to. I always think you're a middle child. You act like a middle child. You do not act like an oldest child. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, you don't like middle children? (laughs) Wow. This is fucked up. I just said you're Jim Brady. (laughs) Are you hearing this? What the fuck? <laughs> wow. The fir- th- this is the in- the beginning of the end, folks. You heard oh it all. Oh, God. It's where it all come unhinged. Here? What are you, baby? See? No, she's the oldest. Wrong. I'm technically a middle child. I have an older brother who's a preacher. Okay. See, you don't know everything about me. Okay. Nobody, that is nobody not true. Knew, nobody yes, knew about it's you. True. Well, you never I was today years him. old when I found out you had a brother Me that's too. a preacher. I have told you all this many times no, that my not. older, I have an older <laughs> half brother who is an evangelical preacher. I guarantee this is on the podcast before. Oh, I'm being I gaslit. Oh. Uh, no, I will pour, just to prove this, I will listen to every episode and I'll okay. hate it. I'll okay. hate it. Right. <laughs> you report back. You report uh, back. You you never Terrence comes, comes, comes back in two weeks, hat in hand. I know. Just like no hair. <laughs> Smoking strange smoking cigarettes. Well, turns out you were right. <laughs> episode, yeah, episode seventy-two, and that's the actually the end. He goes back and listens to Molly. He's like, I can't do it yeah, I gotta go find that gun with one bullet you brought me, motherfucker. You have not said that. I've, that's ridiculous. I absolutely have. You've not. I and I know I've had to have told you all crazy shit he's posted on Facebook. Am I insane? Oh, am I, boy. <laughs> am I Tell us, well, anyway, like, to give us a smattering of his posting. Let's see if well, he dogs anything in the old I haven't, I haven't been on Facebook in over a year, so I don't have any current. But, like, I, I remember I told you all, he uh, he had a real miracle happen. You know. You know how anything surprising that happens in an evangelical preacher's life it's a miracle yeah like if it's been dry and he says lord i wish we had rain and it rains the next day he thinks that's a miracle this was a little more than that but yeah i I also act like that as well Well, what was the literal miracle miracle. well i don't i don't want to i don't want to put it all out here (laughs) come on you don't have to change the names protect the innocent or or i haven't even mentioned his name well you don't have to say his name okay and oddly enough just to just to pierce my dad, he changed his last name when he turned eighteen. Wow! So he doesn't. He's not Turner anymore. I'll be damned. So well, I'll send wow. him more. Well, my dad and Papa were furious because he's the only boy. That furious. is a slot. Oh, yeah, it, they, is. it really is. I, I don't I mean, have my father's last name, but that's probably because he never claimed me. <laughs> <laughs> they were. That's a different furious. thing. Dude, I'm losing it. The um, I can't believe you feel like I never told you this. Speaking of, yeah, uh, you haven't. Um, <laughs> speaking of Prince, <laughs> said I know everything about you. It's no, this is. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm being gaslit here. Oh my god! Listen up, audience. Turn the episode off real quick. All right, now that it's just us, Tanya's lying. Oh my She's god. been lying to me this whole time. Uh, I do okay. claim. All right, now we're back. I do claim to be the oldest because we weren't raised with him. 
Um, I'm trying to find this article. <laughs> now I'm being gaslit when I said that. So I will say. <laughs> you said no. I've got the, when I said you're the oldest, right? You said no. I have an older brother. You should know. I do have an older brother, but he's half brother. And then five seconds later. Yeah, technically, I guess I am the oldest. (laughs) I I claim being the oldest because we weren't raised with him, but he is older than us. Well, I did have one of my best friends growing up. Um, Like, from the time I was, like, 12 to the time I was, like, 22. He had two half-brothers, two half-older brothers, and I didn't even know this until we were, like, 20. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was. It just felt like a whole... And that's how I feel right now. I just, Anyways, uh, so let's move on to the next thing. I cannot believe <laughs> that you did. That I've never said that. You've never heard me say this before. Um, speaking of Prince, did you know Steven Pinker has a new book out? You know who Steven Pinker is, Tanya? No. Uh, he's in a very smart individual. Uh, Public intellectual. Yeah, Stephen Pinker. Uh, Is that a job? Jesse Jesse had a good Jesse Montgomery had a good tweet about him yesterday. He said it's like if Je- Stephen Pinker's like if they took one of the guys from I think you should leave any of the guys from I think you should leave and gave him tenure. <laughs> I thought that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, that's I'd say that's pretty accurate. Um, he's got a new book out called what is it called? Just rationality. I think it's called <laughs> it's called rationality. It's ca- called. Uh, Oh, this is someone we don't like. Called If I Was on That Plane. <laughs> there you go. I'm catching up. We don't like him because he was tight with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Although I did buy one of his books, and it was a big controversy on Trillbillies circa 2018. Oh, really? Like a book purchase? Well, I bought the book when like 2013. I bought the book a long time ago, but I had I it was... on my shelf up here for a long time. And someone saw a picture of it? No, Tom called me out. Oh. I didn't mean to. I just... Probably uh, on the same episode that you revealed you have a brother. Oh, my God. I was calling him out for, <laughs> for buying Stephen Pinker. This is... And you're over here in his ear telling you got a long lost brother <laughs> that's why it didn't register yeah, i was so I embarrassed about he was too busy yeah. being embarrassed about yeah, Pinker. Okay. that's right right um so um the book i bought was called the blank slate and it's like all about how people are blank slates <laughs> i mean kind of i mean so he don't subscribe to the generational trauma uh, theory I, I bet he probably doesn't um <laughs> like, granted i don't know if i do because i don't know shit about science or anything and I'm not claiming to, because um, I'm going to say this right here now. I will never <laughs> talk about science on the show. Again. When did you? What was the last no, time? Oh, that time that yeah, ain't not important. The vaccine. Not important. <laughs> When's the last time you did? I love anytime someone gets mad at Tom for saying something incorrect. Tom, Tom's defense is like, I was raised by chicken fighters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true too. But you know, we here's backed the into a corner this week. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> well, uh, you know, here's the thing. He's a fucking Leo, people. Stand down. Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, look, I, yeah, I was not raised by chicken fighters, but I was raised by a guy who used to do rodeo. So, that's pretty, <laughs> that's the same, same, same <laughs> look, branch of the tree. See this, see this gift. Explain, this tells you how much I know about you. It is a good gift. I, I agree. <laughs> Todd, being that you're from Texas and everything. <laughs> his, his, Fucking Twitter picture is literally the guy from Eight Seconds. It's a good movie. Uh, Rest it's in a great. Peace. It's a Rest great in movie. Peace, Luke Perry. Yeah, it's. I highly recommend anybody check it oh, out. Oh, it's excellent. Um, 
back to Steven Pinker, who was like on the flight logs with Jeffrey Epstein. So you know, like oh. Jeffrey Epstein was like big into the flight the logs. logs. Oh, now, now, now I know why he came up with blank slate. Everybody should get a blank slate. You know. You don't have to dig into the flight log. I'm not saying anything's coming down the pike here in about six to seven years, but this is this is a genius. Get out in front of it, though. Totally. To write a book about forgiveness before you need it. I don't think. Well, <laughs> this book specifically is about rationality. It's called "What It Is," why it seems scarce, why it matters. Um, uh, he said. Okay, let me just read here from the Gawker um, article about it. Stephen Pinker, the Harvard psychologist, recently described as, quote, the world's most prominent defender of the status quo, has has a new book out about his favorite subject, rationality, specifically the dearth of it that leads people to believe in often baseless conspiracies. The dearth of it. (laughs) He was. He is. He's homies with Alan Dershowitz. Um for, exa- uh, for example, or in, I'm sorry, in other words, i.e. florid fantasies about transnational pedophiles who use their wealth in connection to shield financial uh, and sexual crimes. Wait, that's, that's in the blurb? That's Gawker editorializing. Oh, I thought, I thought, oh. I thought that was a blurb. I was like, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Um, the book is called Rationality, What It Is, Why It Seems Scarce, Why It Matters. Here is one of his diagnoses of our modern, unreasonable era, cribbed from a review in the New York Times. Wait, is this his take on the E-crisis? This is, kind of, yeah. Rationality is uncool, he laments. It isn't seen as dope, fat, chill, fly, Solve sick, or da bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All I can imagine now is Jeffrey Epstein himself writing this, and I can't. Um, Wait, wait, wait. He really wrote that. (laughs) This is what he says. Some of his references for this contemporary phenomenon are The Talking Heads, the 1964 feature film Zorba the Creek, and the artist formerly known as Prince, who is dead. Pinker blames the latter. Listen to this. Pinker blames Prince for popularizing the phrase, let's go crazy, (gasps) an endorsement of irrationality. This man comes out against Prince. No one's Let's against go. Prince. Let me tell you something. I tell you something. Crazy. Uh, here's my experience with guys like Pink. You never trust a man with a, a wet Jerry curl. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also a white man. You he, know what I mean? He does say, look, look at him. He does have a wet Jerry. Oh, wow. <laughs> let me say. Let me say. It's pretty bad. Hey, he's doing kind of a kind of doing a Richard Marks thing now. I guess. Isn't it? Mm, let's see. Yeah, he su- he suggests that it's easy to forget that reason gave us some good developments like, quote-unquote, human progress. Um, fortunately, Pinker is here to make the intellectual tools of sound reasoning cool again. That's what he said. He wrote a whole book about this? Yeah, the book emerged from a lecture course Pinker taught at Harvard, which set out to ask how a, uh, an, a quote, era with unprecedented scientific sophistication p- could produce so much fake news, quack curious conspiracy theories, and post-truth rhetoric. Does he have anything to say about pop psychology? Yeah, he is. I feel like he uh, it's is. It's like he's on the like him and Malcolm Gladwell are as culpable as anybody in that shit. Yeah, if exactly. You, to the degree that that's, his thesis is correct and I'm not persuaded. Yeah. At the time, Pinker answered the question by assigning students his own book, Enlightenment Now, The Case for Reason, Science, Humanism, and Progress. Um, it was just one of two books listed on the syllabus, which also links to his defense of the work in the ultimate sensible outlet, Quillet. 
Oh. He's a I, I really the ultimate him. sensible outlet. I. Um, rationality takes the question further, walking through a series of co- cognitive biases that lead seemingly rational actors to engage in irrational behavior. One example of the latter, quote unquote, the person who succumbs to the small pleasure of a lasagna dinner instead of holding it holding out for the large pleasure of a slim body. What the fuck? What? Wow. So uh, anyone who got on my ass for saying that uh, rationality and science is dead this weekend, this is who you're on the side with. Are you sure you want to be? Uh, Oh, Oh, is this a defense (laughs) episode? I wasn't aware. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, either you're with us or you're fat phobic. Which is it? Tanya, you walked into a trap. Who the fuck comes out against Prince and Lasagna? That's hilarious. Yeah, that really? Actual fucking sicko. Let's, he got mad for popularizing the phrase, let's go crazy. <laughs> for even uttering that, I want I want to body slam Pinker on the fucking bed of thumbtacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, the word, you know those, uh... <clears throat> who, who listens to Let's Go Crazy and says, my God, this is an endorsement of disordering society. Pure anarchy. Chaos. God. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. And lasagna. In, in light... Wrong. In Enlightenment <laughs> Now, Pinker recommends, quote-unquote, cognitive debiasing programs as part of a strategy of countering irrationality in the world. Rationality reads like the centerpiece of the curriculum. If only everyone were capable of reasoning properly, Pinker sometimes seems to imply, then our endless political arguments would not occupy so much of public life. (laughs) He would like that, wouldn't he? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Talk about anything else. Anything else. Just don't talk about conspiracies in my relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, anything else. (laughs) Anything but that. Oh, shit. What a freak. Yeah, that's in Gawker, the person that wrote it is tarply hit. Shout out. <clears throat> hey, Terrence, where's yeah. the 65-inch TV? Oh, uh, that's not mine. And it's at the office, and it's not a 65-inch TV. And it's it's a box that someone gave me <laughs> <laughs> that I used to transport something else. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. I looked at it for a second, I was like, where's he putting this? Where would this go with that? That would be tight. <laughs> no, I mean, I can't afford a TV that expensive. I guess it would fit in that corner. Maybe. Leave it all out. Yeah. Someone gave me the box. Gotcha. <laughs> Finally. Because they gave me their old TV. An empty box. Finally. Yeah. Smaller TV. <laughs> what are you now? <laughs> 34. Yep. I got a, I got a hand-me-down TV, finally. Mm. Don't you have internet down there? Yeah. Why don't you record down there? Because I don't have enough shit in it yet. I just I did just buy some like acoustic dividers, but it's like too empty, so the sound rings. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you just need some rugs and shit, probably. Yeah, I just bought one. There you go. And I bought a chair. Um, it's all coming together. <sighs> Look at you. It's all coming together. All right, I can not cross Stinkvin Pinker off the list. Oh, we hit Pinker. Okay, and everybody that had anything bad to say about our Patreon this weekend <laughs> is with Pinker. <clears throat> I'm si- we're sent- sending every one of you a shirt that says, I'm with Pinker. Oh, my God. <laughs> I- I'm a Pinker thinker. They were mad that y'all shit on rationalization? Uh, there is a number of reasons, I think. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, somebody trying to tell me as a uh, human body and 
prone to viruses, I can't have any opinions about viruses. Well, I did say that LaRouche was an Aristotelian, and I feel really bad about that. He was a Neoplatonist, so... I apologize. I that, that's that's what you. that's what kept me up at night. Too, <laughs> I had to parse this. that out. <laughs> yeah. God. Sometimes I feel like this podcast is a is a bizarre game of Pictionary, and you mm. all are just like popping out all these words, and I'm either Look, Tanya, no, Tanya. Trust me, let me just ask you a question. I, I mean, I envy you. Do, you. do you remember where me and Terrence met at? I'm, I'm not smooth brain. Not prompting you at all. The two of you where yeah. you met yeah. originally. Well, what we were doing when we met. Testing water or something. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh boy! I'm sorry. I don't know. It's what kind close, of animals were we working with? Oh, bats. <laughs> yeah, thank bats. you. Bats. Sorry. Did you hear that? <laughs> bats. Bats. They were bat boys. Yes. Bat boys. Also, I just want to point out, during that course, if we did something called portal netting, which is during their hibernations, but I just want to be clear that I have no reason to say anything about bat hibernation even though I worked in bat hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to sit here and flex your fucking credentials and everything on me, I'm going to do the same thing to you, little fucking pussy-ass. Oh, wow. You're really pissed. I was big mad about it. Big mad? Because, listen, I'm not... You know me. I'm a modest so- guy. I'm humble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't say nothing to nobody. I'm I'm everybody's best Best friend. And somebody got in your DMs mad or no, called no, you? No, 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 no. They blew me up out the room. Well, we got a little bit of a dog um, pile, but that's okay. That's yeah. fine. Listen, I as in podcasting, that's part of, you know, and if we abdicate if we abdicated our responsibility this weekend, <laughs> I should I we what we have to say too is that it's part of the contract that you have to have a little thick skin. It's fine. Have you ever been ratioed? I don't know. Ratioed on your own shit. Dog piled. So. Oh, let me tell you, Tony, it doesn't feel great. <laughs> I don't actually know. I don't think so. I would never dogpile any of y'all. That's, that's the day. I guess. Are you talking about on Twitter? No, I'm talking about on Patreon where the bread is buttered. Oh. Wait, people. Oh, on our Patreon page. Well, I'm not a patron, so I wouldn't no, see well, it. Well, <laughs> there is that. Yeah. Y'all give me the login. You don't even support yourself. <laughs> y'all give me the login. I'll go, I'll go defend no, your honor. It's fine. It's fine. From it's the fine. main feed. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So did we lose patrons? I, you know, here's the way. You know, I look at it as losing family. <laughs> you know, that's the, that was the disappointing part. We lost pinker thinkers, but that's cool. Whatever. Well, I'm sorry y'all dealt with all this. This bullshit. I mean, I don't care. On your birthday weekend, <laughs> no less. Listen, that's Rude. I wanted it. That's what I want. <laughs> I wanted we, it for listen, my birthday. You want to feel something? Yeah. <laughs> one, one, this was all, this was all an op to, my to door, see who, I will fight you. <laughs> this was all an op to see who we could trust in the end. Um, I just can't believe people got mad over you talking about bat hibernation, for God's sakes. Eh, it's a little more complex than that. Just, just listen to it. You should listen all right, to all it. All right, I'll go listen to it. I think it's fun. I think that it just... Um, sometimes... Um, as Jerry Seinfeld, um, an eminent thinker like Jerry Seinfeld likes to point out, it's this cancel culture, really, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, you know, at the root of it all, it, it goes back to the big CC. Yeah, you can't say anything, you know. <laughs> um, there's a Brett and Gail from this week. Y'all oh, want to read it? 
I don't know if I can. Do you want to read the? You want to be? You want to? It s- might actually lend something to the performance. I that can't you're, even see. You want to step into <laughs> the? That you're, you got a trail of blood. All <laughs> yeah. I look like I drug a dead carcass up your hill. Oh no! I'm not well. <laughs> I think it's the perfect time to to embody the mind and soul of Gail Collins. Come on, Tanya. Right, right. Come on. Send it to me. I sent it to you. It's already in your. It's inbox. already in the. Um. We knew you'd say yes. So, um, you know, I mean, the thing about these, okay, it's I should preface these because you know we do these probably like once every two months at this point, right? Um, it's the New York Times column, the conversation with their old pals Gail Collins to Brett Stevens. You think we're um, the only ones that do this? Actually, <sighs> I think so. What the hell? I think so. I think that we um, we're original and we have original <laughs> thoughts. And that's why people come here. Original sin. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, New York Times, the conversation. Um, the, these don't really improve anymore from week to week. Like, Hold on, so I got to interject real quick. Because <laughs> for three months I've been trying to figure out what Jim Webb's poem by original, original sin. Original sin. How Let does it go? It says, yeah. it says, I do believe in original sin. I just can't think of anything new. Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't believe in original. Well, it's actually it's kind of a meta commentary when you think about it because he was <laughs> he would say it every Wednesday night at open yeah. mic. So it was like the it was like it, a meta commentary. Like I, I can't think of yeah. anything else that, to say. Yeah, because I can't. Oh think my of god! My, it was more. Yeah, it was more brilliant than you would think. Then, it, then even you can do it. Jim was a a beacon. Few could even fully look at. Take you couldn't even take it all in at once. It's like look, <laughs> it was it was like looking into the sun. You can't or do looking it. at God, you know, like you die if you look at God or see His face. Yeah, or could, couldn't even take it yeah, all in yeah, at yeah. once. <laughs> we'll spend the rest of our lives unpacking the wisdoms of wonder Jim Webb. What if that's just because God Cummins. looks like John Lovitz or something? <laughs> well, ironically, he also had a whole poem and book where he is Jesus. Get in Jesus. I think he's Jesus's driver. <clears throat> no, no, no. He is assumed to be Jesus. In <laughs> Get in Jesus is about a time where some hippies picked him up hitchhiking and they called him Jesus the whole time. They thought he was Jesus. I uh, see. So it shows you how much Wait, I Wait, so Jesus, he is Jesus and the driver. <laughs> and get Maybe. in get in Jesus is what? Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Get in Jesus, I guess that he would be Jesus and anyway. He's uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, Get in Jesus, poems by Jim Webb. You can find it on the Trillbillies merch store. <clears throat> we should. Yeah, we really should. Whitesburg's eminent poet, um, now deceased, but poet you know, laureate. one of these days, you know, he might come back. We don't know. He may return. Whitesburg needs a new poet laureate. Somebody's got that's a someone's got to somebody's got to assume fill, the man. Yeah, well, someone this. tried to take over, and it's turned into a slippery slope of a cult. Are you talking about Tyler Gentry? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hadn't heard that name in a while. <clears throat> Democracy <laughs> dies in the dark at the yeah, New York sorry, Times. Too, I'm sorry. Apparently. I'm sorry. There, there. This is the New York Times, uh, the opinion um, segment of the conversation. Oh yeah, I got it. I've tried <clears throat> trying to get around this fucking paywall. Oh, uh, here's you what re- you got to do. You know what? My 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 biggest meltdowns of the year are paywalls on fucking COVID articles. <laughs> we are in a literal <laughs> pandemic, and they want us to pay. Well, how much for do you value fu- your life, Tony? Fucking yeah. information. Journalism isn't free. Mm. 
you know that? Um, uh, there, this is no way to run a democracy. September 27, 2021. <laughs> Gail Collins and Brett Stevens. Um, generally, I think we, we usually set a setting for this, right? Um, where should we do this one at? Dollywood! <laughs> no, 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 no. Tell you well, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do. We're gonna do it in that building that she bought Dollywood. in the gentrified okay, okay. opportunity zone. Okay. Yeah, it always has to be like a dungeon, like a sad place. This okay. will be in yeah the Dolly gentrified opportunity zone dungeon in Sixteenth Street on Nash in Nashville. Okay. All right. Um, uh, there's people still. You know, we're gonna go out and pay twenty dollars for soup beans. After exactly, that's what I was gonna. You're gonna get your iced tea in a mason jar. Yep. Um, and uh, where's that place we ate? After Cornbread. Ain't our nothing Nashville wrong show. with that. We spent every penny we made at that Nashville show on our dinner afterwards. We really did. It's worth every cent. Yeah, we didn't even. It didn't even cover our gas. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So, all right, we got the setting, uh, lights, camera, and action. Hi, Gail. So it turns out that Joe Biden really did win Arizona last year. Are you shocked? Pass the champagne, Brett. We'll take a toast to the fact that recount-wise, it's been easy to find excuses to celebrate. Uh, did I say that right? You're great. You're good. Good, good Arizona's Gail. recheck showed Biden actually getting a few more votes than originally tallied. And some of the state's Republican leaders nodded their approval. One called it encouraging, even. Despite one little cyclone of an outrage spotted over Mar-a-Lago. Damn. <laughs> Gail's riffing. Gail's riffing. Did you start out here because it's the only good news in the country right now? If so, I appreciate the effort. You know, the truly bad news is that even this modestly good news is actually awful news. Oh, welcome to our world. What I mean is that this Republican-ordered, Republican-financed audit of ballots in Maricopa County, which is Arizona's largest, won't make any difference to Donald Trump's true believers. There's a similar audit, I think, in Michigan that finished earlier this year, also overseen by Republicans, which proved that Biden won that state, too. And it also didn't have the slightest effect on the two-thirds of Republicans who, as of August anyway, thought the election was rigged. <laughs> Gail? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's inhaling these asbestos fumes from the old building. I need some water. Congratulations. Cucumber water, yeah. Get, get Gail some cucumber water. I've had it sitting. Yeah, yeah. You've convinced me to be depressed again. You know, it reminds me of that line from <laughs> Huck Finn. Hank, we got all the fools in town on our side, and ain't that big enough majority in any town? That sums up Trump's political strategy, and if the Biden administration continues to stumble the way it's been stumbling, it might just work. It, do you think that's true? What? Uh, you mean Huck Finn's wisdom? Or what? Yeah, I guess like Brett's interpretation of Hug Finn, and that that is proof that Trump will win in 2024. Hmm. <laughs> Do you think that's an accurate representation of Trump's politics? Ain't we got all the fools in town on our side, and ain't that big enough majority in any town? All the fools. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I, sorry, uh, I jumped in here. Let's see, it's not the director's role to jump in. I'm sorry. I just want you to get more into your roles. 
God, Gail. I think I set out and told you I wasn't shooting. I'm shooting blanks. I'm just kidding. We talked last week about Biden's proposed budget and perusing the reader comments, I noticed many, many responses to your suggestion that it doesn't include enough military spending. Brett said that? Brett, Gail and Brett also got uh, ratioed as well. So I, I, I empathize We're with in them. solidarity with these two. <laughs> she said, you think you really hit a nerve on that one? You Brett, think you really hit a nerve on that one? I guess Brett really did say... That it didn't include include nearly enough military spending. That Biden's budget. We're broke, man. I, <laughs> By the 18th, we're out of cash. We're going to have to stop eating out. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Can't wait for reader reaction to my free Martin Shkreli campaign. Wow, Martin Screlly, the criminal ex-hudge fund manager who raised the price of a life-saving drug by 5,000%. Love the way you bring up blasts from the not-so-distant past, Brett. How do people sign up for this fan club? They're not having fun anymore, are they? They hate each they other. They hate each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They really... Oh, they can just wire their non-refundable donation to my Cayman Islands bank account, and I'll text them the secret password. The funny thing is that 100% he has one of those. 100%. Kidding. Kidding. <laughs> But you're giving me a chance to praise Biden for his deal to work with Australia to build nuclear-powered submarines as a counterbalance to China's <laughs> growing naval power. Woo! What the fuck? French wounded pride aside, it was the kind of smart and sober strategic move that many of us had hoped to see in a Biden administration, but had mostly been missing so far. Yeah, I've been hearing that going down to the new Dairy Queen in the mornings. Mm. They've been saying, oh yeah, Biden's decision to work with Australia to build nuclear-powered submarines as a counterbalance to China's growing naval power <laughs> is the kind of smart, sober, strategic uh, move that many of Some us... Some guy named Jeff there with his gravy and biscuits <laughs> says, yeah, hell, we gotta stop the, the looming red threat, boys. <laughs> Can't let the subject pass without taking this opportunity to point out the Pentagon waste a stupendous amount of money on Glorioso <laughs> projects Damn. we don't need. Gail's a little tipsy. She's a little tipsy. <laughs> we sure are. Uh, I mean, as Tom would put this, they lose a billion dollars a month in the couch cushions. <laughs> She's been so listening. Much. She's been listening to us. And to drop the name of the F-35, a disastrous and never-ending attempt to build a new flighter plane, the Defense Department will still be screwing around with that one. With that one, when the your Defense kids, Department will still be screwing around with kids. <laughs> <laughs> when your kids have grown up, reproduced, and begun worrying about how to pay their own retirement. Pretty much every time the Air Force upgrades its inventory, which inevitably costs huge sums of money, whatever plane we buy, critics are going to complain that the stuff is too expensive and doesn't work. This was the line about the F-15 jet back in the 70s until it proved to be the best fighter bomber in the goddamn history of the country, Gail. <laughs> Dude, he's so fucking... He's such a dweeb. Anyway, what were we discussing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for that little breather. Readers, feel free to retort. Moving on. Damn, Gail's <sighs> calling in the big the big <laughs> guns on her. She's in the ratio. She really is. <laughs> wow. Come after my man. Come after him. Moving on. I believe you were complaining about our current president's budget what negotiations. What country really needs, Gail? <laughs> Oh, fuck, it's some sort of Biden get your groove back campaign. You got any? You got any bright ideas there, Queenie? 
I'm wondering how this whole debt limit thing will work out. Mitch McConnell is leading a Republican revolt against cooperating on raising the debt ceiling after Trump, of course, sent the red ink exploding. That's so stupendously irresponsible. I can imagine a market collapse that would be entirely the fault of the GOP. So awful that I pray it won't happen, even if it does turn Biden into the responsible hero of the saga. Now, Republicans have a history of shooting themselves in the foot by playing chicken with the debt ceiling. If I may mix my metaphors. But in the case of the Democrats, but in the case, but in this case, Democrats have majorities in both houses of Congress, meaning they can raise it on their own in a separate bill. McConnell's calculation is that Democrats will lose politically in the midterms by endorsing a debt ceiling number that'll probably be north of $30 trillion. Let me just, just a little editor's note here. It is amazing to me that people think politics is still like that. <laughs> that yeah. something something bad happens, it'll make uh, Biden look like a hero? Like it, no, like Jeff, well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, too, but also just Jeff at Dairy Queen's saying to the boys, <laughs> let me tell you something, if I swear to God, if that debt ceiling number gets north of $30 trillion, <laughs> I'll vote that son of a bitch outcome. <laughs> Nobody cares or thinks about that. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, heaven forbid you pass up a chance to score political points just because it could wreck the economy. Listen, we'll still get the debt ceiling raised one way or another. It's just the usual hardball that both parties play. Now, Biden still has to do a lot more to reset his presidency than complain about Republican meanies, which does about as much good as a Maine lobster man complaining about the fog. Dude, he's pay- his his interns working overtime. Man, that was like that was like uh, what was the uh, Amy Klobuchar about the beer? <laughs> that oh, that was that was that was all foam, no beer, yeah, uh, Brett. Yeah. Oh God! He was elected on the promise of being a competent, calming, unifying force, not a one-term FDR. Some would should tell Ron Klain that. Okay. I gotta ask, who's, who's Ron Klain? He may know who Ron Klain is. I'm looking it up right oh, no, now. Dictate yeah. your memo. <laughs> Biden has to do three things pronto. The first of those is he needs to put the $3.5 trillion spending bill in the freezer and get the popular $1 trillion infrastructure <laughs> bill passed immediately. Very popular. Very popular. Well, I will at, say, again, at the Dairy Queen. <laughs> I will say this, though. Do you remember when Jim Clyburn was like, like AOC and all them came out for like the $3.5 trillion and Jim Clyburn said, well, we got some room to work there. Like, yeah. I think $1 trillion is probably more in the neighborhood. That's where that comes from. Right, right. So it's like your standard bearers of the Democratic Party are just like parroting Brett Stevens' like thought. Well, it's, <laughs> that's been the case for... For about, I feel like a year and a half now. It's it's pretty funny actually. Like all the popular things, like that are popular with people, like I don't know, in the streets burning down police precincts. Yeah, they say isn't popular. But then like something that's not popular, like they're like, no, this this is the popular. But this thing. though, <laughs> it's but, a it's an inane. But point, this though, but, listen. But this though. The people actually want two point five trillion less in spending, if you can believe it. Yeah, I know, right. Like <laughs> Like what that is a yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The fact that there's like, yeah, just a mass of people out here being like, Don't spend more money. No, 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 no. <laughs> By God, no. Anything but more investment. Yeah, don't send us our two thousand dollars, please. No. You know, it'd also be good to point an infrastructure czar from the private sector. Hell, somebody like Mark Cuban. Someone like Mark Cuban. Somebody like <laughs> the billionaire owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, to make sure the money doesn't get held up in red tape and is spent efficiently and rapidly. 
Could you imagine a guy that owns a basketball team and invests in like <laughs> little like straps to keep your trash bin heads on so bears won't eat out of them is going to be like the one that's going to like rein in government spending? Dude, this just dawned on me while we were reading this. This column has just become Brett ranting and pontificating and Gail being the foil to him. Like, that's that's all it Tanya, is. Listen, what do you mean as a Gail uh, VO person, you should be incensed about this. <laughs> VO? Voice over. Uh, all right. Like, the foil, you know, like... I, it's not the bad She's guy for him up. Kind of the, not really the butt of the joke, but kind of like you know, like you know, like Newman and Seinfeld, mm. or <laughs> yeah, I want to raise. <laughs> well, here, let for me finish Brett's my foil. Yeah, finish. I want to raise for being Gail. He, he's got to finish. finish my policy. But you're doing less work, first. so it's it works out for you. Well, Second, he has to get a handle on the immigration crisis. Listen. We need a policy that tightens controls over illegal immigration while creating humane, generous, and orderly pathways to entry and citizenship. A high wall with a big gate, as our colleague Tom Friedman puts it. <clears throat> finally, he put. Finally, he needs to help Kamala Harris become a better vice president. Right now, I'll be honest with you. Right now, she's floundering, and if she's in, if she's the heir apparent, then my. God, the Dems are in deep doo-doo for 2024. Deep doo-doo. Sad to admit, Kamala Harris still doesn't seem to have hit her stride. <clears throat> Although now that Dan Quayle, Quayle yeah, there you go. is being portrayed as a wise advisor during the post-election Republican chaos, I can imagine her eventually moving up to Nobel Peace Prize territory for fucking what? <laughs> I think she's saying, by comparison... She's goddamn Einstein. Uh, it is that is really funny though. What Brett said, he needs to help Kamala Harris become a better vice president. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like that he would use his like experience that he has no recollection of anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he, allow the man to trawl the depths of the memory he no longer has to help <laughs> his amanuensis, Kamala Harris. <laughs> this man's in hospice care. <laughs> You say potato, I spell potato with an O-E. On another topic entirely, did you notice that Senator Chuck Grassley has announced that he's going to run for re-election in 88? At 88? At 88. (laughs) I don't mind having a 78-year-old president, but there does seem to be a limit. How old's fucking Feinstein? 88? Yeah, she's got to be pushing 90. Yeah, she's up there with Grassley. Uh, well, you can't fault him for lack of optimism. Hell, Robert Byrd was 92 when he traded the Senate for the graveyard. <laughs> and Strom Thurmond was 100 when he left the Senate, so maybe Grassley figures he's got a record to beat. I guess I'm of two minds on this one. A lot of people are living productive lives well into their 80s, and if Grassley feels fit to serve again, then he's something of a role model. On the other hand... Whatever happened to enjoying the great-grandchildren and letting the next generation have its chance? Eager to know your thoughts. Just want to chime in here real quick. Wasn't Chuck Grassley the one that put the phantom glasses on? Or was that Orrin Hatch? <laughs> There's like a video going around of him like putting glasses. There was no glasses in his hand. He put his glasses oh, yeah, on and adjusted them. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, Grassley's probably, I mean, I think I remember Grassley most of us. He's the one that actually went after, like, the TV preachers, the televangelists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. 
should acknowledge first that Diane Feinstein is 88. Yeah. And has filed some paperwork that many indicate another run. But it's just not a good plan. And if she pursues it, I fear she'll give 90-year-old working people a bad name. It is sick. They literally, these two literally do think, they. these are the people who think that it's uh, valorly, it's, it's judicious and, and, and a Respectable. heroic story, yeah, story for 80s and 90-year-olds to be out bagging fucking groceries. Right, right. Virtuous, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, <clears throat> You give geriatrics a bad name. Oh. Is a Bon Jovi hitting the make? Doesn't My work, Brad. I'm sorry, God. editor's note. Doesn't work. I don't have any problem with people pursuing legislative careers into their very late later years. In our modern world, we're going to see more and more people working into their 80s and even 90s. If the birth rate doesn't pick up, the economy will demand it. Jesus, fuck. Gail really wants us Woo, to all Gail. be fucking. She's like, y'all need to get fucking. But my hey, suspicion. Hey, get to fucking. Blow those loads in those pussies, fellas. Hey, fellas. <laughs> hey, get to fucking. Raw dog. You know, remember that Eddie Murphy wrong? Like, hey, Norton. <laughs> Gail is a proponent of raw dogging. We all know it. She's a big opponent of condoms. If you don't like cold, don't use condoms. Remember that old, <laughs> that old prophet? prophecy but my suspicion about grassley is that he's going to run on his reputation and name recognition get himself reelected, and then retire leaving the republican governor to appoint a replacement that's cheating giving old candidates a bad name giving old candidates a bad... <laughs> i'll just throw that in there uh given the increasingly red-leaning direction of iowa politics i don't know how much of a difference it'll make my main concern is that the Democrats can't let themselves get trounced in the midterms by shifting too far to the left or stumbling through another self-inflicted debacle like the handling of the Afghanistan exit. The central goal of the Biden administration should be simple. Don't let Trump back in the White House again. Well, yeah. <clears throat> Plus, expand early childhood education, make college degrees possible to pay for, improve medical services for the housebound sick, and a few other things, much of it funded with taxes on the rich. We have such a nice time conversing about the terribleness of Trump, Brett, but we've got a different vision. We've got different visions of what a no-Trump world should look like. <laughs> More busting in pussies. Which is what makes conversing with you so much fun. Here's hoping for lots of arguments in a Trump-free, COVID-free world, Gail. Shut, Gail's wow. suicidal. Cut. <laughs> Gail is... Cut. That was... <laughs> wow. You're right. This might, I don't know if we'll, I don't know if this column will continue for much longer. Surely not. There's no way. Who, who's Brett's, who's, is, is he like a, uh, a Regis and, and who is Kelly Ripa's predecessor? Uh, Regis and Kathy Lee Gifford? He's going to have to get a, a Kelly no, Ripa. Regis left, not Kelly. No, but first, growing up, when I was a kid, it was Regis and Kathy Lee. It was Kathy Lee. And then yeah. it was Regis and Kelly. Uh-huh. And now it's like Kelly and Michael Shannon or something. No, it's... Uh, or did he quit? Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. Damn, they fired Michael Kelly Shannon. Kelly and Ryan. I don't know. Maybe I just saw that once. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I used to watch that shit. I mean, <laughs> I didn't watch it, but my mom always had it on. Anyways, Brett is basically Regis filming. You know, mm, when you gotta think go. about it. <laughs> gotta go. Who's a good replacement, you think? 
for Brett. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, he. Uh, JD anybody. Gail. Co- I mean, well, <laughs> it's got to be a lady. He's got to have someone of the um, opposite. Oh, gender. Brett's gonna replace Gail. Gail's got to go. You're saying? Well, surely, because like this is Brett's column. Like oh. Brett needs a. He needs like a platform that he can just like, like I said earlier, just kind of like rant. He needs a foil though. Right. <clears throat> um. And you know Barry Weiss is out. You know she's not coming back to the New York <laughs> Times. So, God, that was my first round draft choice. Maybe they'll get Liz Brunig. Dog, what the New York Times needs to start fucking with some new. Get Brett Stevens and Liz Brunig on the same <laughs> on the conversation. Now we're talking. Yeah, that would be pretty funny because it would be really bad. <laughs> well, just crickets. Oh. <laughs> I don't know who Liz is. I don't read the New York Times. Well, is Brett a Christian? <laughs> Only when we read it to each other. Liz Br- Brunig is a Christian. Is Brett a Christian? Is he religious? I think Brett is. I think yeah. he would say he is. He's probably he Catholic, right? Uh, yeah, I Maybe, think he's yeah. raised Catholic in Mexico City. <laughs> <laughs> he has said that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. The last New York Times conversation was called History Repeats Itself. First as tragedy, second as farce, then as God knows what. And I, I was going to have his reader last week, but it's so boring. They're all bad now. They've fallen off. They're past their prime. What if this is the last one? Just like us. <laughs> Just, <laughs> real recognized real. Real recognized real. They're past their prime. Oh, speaking oh. of primes, I got to pee. I guess we're at an hour. We're 56 minutes. <laughs> Wow! I can just take the mic with me. Yeah, why don't you take it <laughs> with you? It won't. F- it won't reach. Oh shit! All right. Uh, well, uh, go to the Patreon to check out extra bonus content and ratio us and uh, get Keep a little ratio action. Debate. You Got know, me. that's what your five dollars pays for. You can ratio if you want to. Yeah, I mean, I won't be reading it, but that's true. <laughs> I, it's behind a paywall. I can't see it either, so. I ignore them. Eat your heart out. I ignore them. Uh, yeah, so. But but you should still go and, yeah, pay five dollars to scream into the void because that's funny. It's your God-given right. It's your God-given right. Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. Um... Anything else, guys? Um, we're about to record a second episode. Am I wrong? Am I right? I hope you're right. I gotta go pee. Um, but uh, all right. These boots were made for burning. <laughs> that boot was made. For- <laughs> I mean, we can burn it if you want to. I mean, it's, it's not, up to you. It's your candle. It's not wax, is it? Yeah, it is. What's the whole thing's like? wax. It's unscented. Oh wow. Hmm. I have a few really like nice candles and shapes of shit like that and i don't burn them but i like good decorative could, candle i do too um because i have plenty of other candles i burn so yeah why yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't need to burn this gorgeous candle i have a big crescent moon on a cloud i haven't i have i have a candle from dollywood that looks exactly like an ice cream cone i'm gonna start wearing so i do wear cowboy boots from time to time but i'm gonna start wearing them with spurs yeah put them spurs on, it. Spurs on. <laughs> i want you to hear terrence come like <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh shit! <laughs> Everyone on Main it. Street scuttles into, the, <laughs> yeah. into their respective businesses. They pick up the foosball table in front of the arcade, run it in real fast. Just see it, see a tumble, see yeah. a tumbleweed falling through, and any of them, wow, 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 kids jump off the bridge. Yeah, my God, he's yeah. back. <laughs> 
and he's 34. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, he's the oldest. <laughs> I am the oldest. But I'm the, the youngest. I'm the youngest on this show. I'm the baby. The baby. I'm the baby. We do treat you like the baby, too. We show up late. We boss you around. Cancel you for making cry. homophobic remarks before the crowd at Rolling Loud. Yeah. I don't remember that, but sure. Crowd at where? You know, the baby who got canceled. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember uh, doing that, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, we got 15 seconds left. If we get 15 more seconds, we can get that out. Tanya, hold it. Hold it. Let's go crazy. I cannot believe that. <laughs> I'm mad at uh, Prince because he popularized the phrase, let's go crazy, and nothing was the same. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll see you on the Patreon. Bye.